You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I'm your Nepta-nominated playwright host, NB Nightingale. Woo! I'm Brandon. <laughs> oh, give yourself a little more, sir. A little <laughs> more. Sorry. Brandon has also had a very good week recently. I'm your Nepta-nominated playwright host, NB Nightingale, and this is your junior creative artist for video game stuff that I don't understand <laughs> at an actual major game developing company, Brandon. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. So, um... Producer Jasper is a fucking loser. He's got nothing. <laughs> all he does is bang around his bottle all day. It's a good thing he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks. <laughs> so, this is episode 49, correct? It is. And next episode, we're doing episode 50, Destroy All Monsters, which is... From my understanding, a massive tournament of kaiju fighting to see who reigns supreme. Mm. So we're going to do a massive tournament of kaiju movies fighting to see who reigns supreme. We've got a bracket of 32 films here, and we're going to discuss and argue and figure out which film is best. Mm. Uh, yes, we will. Uh, we we did leave some of them off because we've reviewed more than 32 movies uh, and TV shows didn't count and Okja was too good of a film. Uh, so we didn't... <laughs> the Okja, the we Okja didn't want Okja to sweep. <laughs> but, Okja was, okay, so Okja had to be banned from this tournament due to yeah. O being overpowered. Yeah, so Okja's out of the... I mean, we do reference the Okja rule often. <laughs> it is a fundamental part of our rules. But, uh, but yeah, so how it's going to work is we're going to discuss this. Bran and I are going to discuss the films a bit that are going up against each other. We're going to vote on which ones we think should win. If we reach a tie, then we will go to the letterbox ratings and figure out which film has a better rating on Letterboxd. Uh, Y'all catch that? If you didn't, this is a medium where you can rewind, so rewind. <laughs> so that's our premise, so we're gonna see, you know, we have a big disagreement. It's to the letterbox, which for certain films will probably be a death sentence. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, alright, so let's start with matchup number, number one. one. So, we're going to start with... Oh, we are also going to put this bracket up uh, bef the week before this episode comes out. You should have seen it up on our Twitter to see the initial. After the episode airs, we will just put the completed bracket a couple of days later on our Twitter. That sound right? Yep. Okay, so yeah, so matchup number one. Yep, so matchup number one is going to be... Terror of Mechagodzilla. Uh, wait, I, I thought we were doing, just to keep it consistent, how oh, we're going from the bottom up. 
Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, From the bottom up, we're going to start with, because you'll see why uh, a certain uh, algorithm for the randomly generated ended up being an incredibly hard one. So we're going to have that yeah. as the last one for round one. Yes. So here in round one, um, I think we're going to start with a pretty easy one. And that is Godzilla Planet of the Monsters from 2017 versus Godzilla versus Megalon from 1973. Now this is conversely also a very hard one for me because mm -hmm. I found both of these movies very boring. Mm, okay. So boring. I don't think I had a positive review of Godzilla versus Megalon, and I know I didn't have a positive review <laughs> of Godzilla: Planet of the Monsters. Mm, okay. So, uh, what are your thoughts on these films? I'm pretty. I'm pretty heavily leaning towards Megalon. Because I remember that, if I'm right, Godzilla vs. Megalon is the one about the underground city. Yeah. Like, uh, the underground civilization. Yeah. And any shot of, like, these people wearing, like, togas and yeah. such advanced military technology at the same time just was very entertaining for me. Yeah. I would For me, Godzilla vs. Megalon was a more entertaining time with some fun, like, I, li I really like the, uh, the kaiju in that movie. And, and play but, the monsters... Yeah loses you in the beginning, and it pretty much never gets you back. Yeah, we... It's the only one of the trilogy we don't like. Exactly, so... So, uh... <laughs> okay, so, your vote of Godzilla vs. Megalon. Mine is. The For me, the tiebreaker for what gets my vote is, remember that really, really cute, cool little, uh, little paddle boat dolphin thing? <laughs> Yeah. From Godzilla vs. Megalon that the kid's riding at the beginning. The one that you wanted to try to find and purchase, yes. Yes. Again, <laughs> if you have any leads, please let me know. Godzilla vs. Megalon also gets my vote. That moves forward. Okay, so Godzilla vs. Megalon is next. Okay. There we go, okay. That's how we'll Next go. one. Okay, so the next one we're going to have is... Make sure I'm gonna get it all right here. Ooh, okay. Oh goodness. King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, oh no, the next, the next one on the bracket is Ibira. Wait, you skipped one, I thought. Start with the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah, this one's the. Oh, bottom oh, one. because it deleted the other one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're. Uh, the next match is Ibira Horror of the Deep from 1966, or. The Return of Godzilla from 1985. Okay, this is a very easy one for me. Mm. I was very vocal about not liking The Return of Godzilla. It's a very boring, dour movie, in my opinion. Mm. Meanwhile, Abira War of the Deep is just bug nuts. It's so fucking crazy. It feels like a Mad Max movie in places. Uh, and, you know, Abira spears a guy, and I'm still not... Fully sure how they did that effect. Uh, so Abira gets it for me. Oh, I definitely have to go with Abira as well. Like Abira, like Abira, you're for me at least. I'm gonna vote for it pretty high into the bracket. It was one of, um, I think it was one of our earliest episodes. First guest too on ep episode ten. Yeah. So it was our first guest, and it was a very enjoyable time, and it everything clicked with Ibira. It was a fun premise. It was a fun yeah. kaiju. Yeah. I love the weird out there like civilizations or societies that we see in these movies. We should also remind you all if you have not heard our episodes on these characters, you should go back and watch them. 
Mm. Yes. Yeah, so. Listen, I guess. Or you can was... just watch the screen. <laughs> watch the little bar at the bottom of your Spotify screen just crawl across. But yeah, so both of us are Abira. Both of us are Abira. Okay, awesome. It's going to be a long episode, so we can just march through. Uh, so we can hit submit on that. There we go. Okay, so now... Okay, so here we go. So I'm going to keep going up now. So next we have King Kong versus Godzilla from 1962... Or Godzilla 1998. 98. It's 98. Uh, it's. This is going to make a lot of actual fans <laughs> very upset. But while both were good, one is a movie that I will will watch. At any time, <laughs> Godzilla 1998 with Matthew Broderick and Jean Reno. Yeah, uh, if I yeah, with going with it, like King Kong vs. Godzilla, it's like a big fundamental thing in the series. It's you know, seeing the characters find a lot of fun and everything, but there is a lot of like other stuff that isn't as entertaining. Godzilla so... 1998 is a thrilling, a thrilling, engaging. Interesting movie. <laughs> the strongest indictment against King Kong vs. Godzilla might be that Roland Emmerich, film director who famously made a movie about Stonewall riots, in which it was prompted by a bunch of white gay, cis gay men instead of Marsha P. Johnson, yep. made the more racially sensitive <laughs> Godzilla movie. Oh my god. That's yeah. the strongest indictment on King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even Yeah, that's a whole other thing we didn't even get into. Is uh Gotta give it up for Godzilla 1998's better uh better uh <laughs> better racial politics. Alright. <laughs> it's not a high bar. So that makes it through to round two. Godzilla 1998, round yeah. two. Okay. <laughs> Okay, All so right. our next matchup is Rodan from 1956 versus Godzilla vs. Godzilla from 1975. Alright, we can talk about this one a bit. Uh, both the movies that I thought were good. Mm -hmm. Rodan underwhelmed me slightly after what I thought was a really strong, awesome opening of the mind... Of the mining guys, and then it kind of expands its scope, and mm. I didn't like the scope expansion. I liked this, okay, it's like one of those work towns for a bunch of miners, and they're dealing with kaiju stuff. Mm. So, whereas Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, have monkey, have a lot of monkey, mm. lots of monkey, uh, monkey vil evil monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so much monkey. <laughs> it has monkey, and it has... I mean, Mechagodzilla is one of my favorite kaijus ever. Because <laughs> I love the the childish wonder of, we're going to take one of the best monsters, Godzilla, and we're just going to make him a robot version. <laughs> it's like the thing that you would say like when you're like six on the playground, and I just love it. <laughs> and, you know, you got that awesome shot of his head turning around so he can fire In on, two directions. Both, on both Caesar and Godzilla at the same time. Oh, yeah, it's great. 
It's a rather well-constructed movie, I think. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla for me. Yeah, I think I have to get... I, I think that Rodan's ending is a lot more somber and interesting than how Mechagodzilla... They just kind of add, like, oh, we beat the monster. Mm -hmm. Like... I think Rodan has a interesting ending, but yeah, I think if Rodan had kept to that mining town small scope, it could have beaten Mechagodzilla. Okay. But I, I think the fact that it really did increase the scale so large and kind of like lose track of things a bit, yeah. Rodan's, I still enjoy both of these. I think Rod, I think Rodan is worth a watch. Mechagodzilla is like essential kaiju stuff. Okay. So I'm going to submit the score as Mechagodzilla and Godzilla, they won. Boom, okay. So now, oh, this is a pretty easy one. We have <laughs> The War of the Gargantuas from 1966 versus Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from 1991. One of the ones deep into the Heisei era. This isn't as easy of a one as you're letting on. I think. Really? Okay. Because... I like, I really like both, because remember, this is Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, this is the one, Mecha King Ghidorah, and the... Oh, the ring, uh, what are those things called, the little guys? Yeah, the Dorats. The Dorats. And, and the, the robot dude running, uh, running down the street. And also the Godzillasaurus, or Gorosaurus. Gorosaurus, Gorosaurus. yeah. Damn, this is harder of a choice. I, I, th I thought I remembered it as one of the other Ghidorah movies, but no, uh, this, this one, oh my god, okay. Wow, these are both enjoyable. I think... The War of the Gargantuans has that amazing... The words get stuck in my throat sequence. It's got the scene where one of the Gargantuans realizes that he has to kill the other one while he's asleep, but then that one wakes up. Oh my god. Yeah, the War of the Gargantuans has that amazing... Has one of, like, the crazy scene with no dialogue where, like, one of the Gargantuans is seeing the other one is eating people, and he has yeah. to, like, decide what to do. <laughs> Oh, but then King Ghidorah has all the spectacle of, like, Gorosaurus and, like, yeah. World War II and stuff. Oh, God, this is really... That's a tough... This is the first, I think, one of the, tough, the first tough one. Yeah. Okay, Because, so. like, King... Because the thing is, is that, you know, we both are not the biggest King Ghidorah fans, but we appreciate the, the fun of a Mecha King Ghidorah where one of his heads is a robot. Yeah. All the time travel... The wacky time travel rules that make no sense. Yeah. So we gotta think... That is fucking it... sequence of the android running down the highway. <laughs> so dang, I guess that's to come into, like... I guess we have to also keep an, uh... Of, you know, enjoyability factor with it. Because there is some part in King Ghidorah where it's like, this is not a good choice, but it's a fun choice. <laughs> like the time travel -y stuff. Where at the end it's revealed, yeah. like, he was flirting with his great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaughter. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving my vote to Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah in 1991. <sighs> oh, goodness. Because that's such a fun time with Gorosaurus and such. Oh, but the Gargantuas... I really love their central, like, it's not a very common story you see in these movies. Where it's kind of, they have to balance each other out. And it's like, it's like his son, but they're brothers, and they're like fighting. 
I have to give my vote for War of the Gargantuas on this one. Our first tie, folks. Let's go to Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Let's see. Letterboxd. Letterboxd be our tiebreaker. Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's right. We can use my letterbox account. What is this? Uh, looks like letterboxed is down. Oh, no. 3.4. Okay. A point two. Yeah, so Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah wins two to one. Two to one. Dang. Okay, so now that's that's been done. This next one's gonna be pretty easy. <laughs> the BFG from versus 2016 versus Ghidorah, the three-headed monster from 1964, which oh, people is... are gonna be mad at us for this choice because I think I know which way both of us are leaning on this one. Ghidorah the three-headed monster, for whatever reason, just didn't click with either it was of us. So fucking boring. It just and it had like it ha had had crazy stuff. Had like a princess from a fictional country that dresses up like it's the Renaissance. There, there getting was getting possessed by an alien ghost. There, yes, there was a giant egg of Mothra that a businessman. If I remember, right, this is the one about the businessman, right? Where the businessman like wants people to see the egg and tries to make money off of it. Is that that, that I that expl that's like two different Mothra movies, so okay. I think I think that's Close one of them. But yeah, but the the fact is I don't even remember much about this. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I remember a lot about the BFG. <laughs> I really love the BFG. <laughs> I I am a little more lukewarm about the BFG, but I do I do think I had a much better time with it than Ghidorah Three Headed Monster, just from the fact I can't remember much about it. Ghidorah, Ghidorah, okay, I'll say, Ghidorah is a really, you know, I think he's a cool kaiju, I'm glad he's in the monster, you know, the monster kaiju-verse and stuff, but in his introduction movie, left son to be desired. I think he's better in Invasion of Astro Monster, later. I'll agree with that. I think that probably was a better introduction to him. So, two to zero, BFG proceeds. Proceeds. BFG wins. Okay, so now we are on. If I edit this Godzilla one, versus Sidora and Godzilla versus Gigan. So, Godzilla versus Gigan is interesting because Gigan's a cool kaiju. It's got a final fight in a theme park, which is cool. It is with like a a little shitty fake tear <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> that shoots a laser out of its mouth. But Godzilla vs. Hedora is the weirdest movie we've ever covered on this podcast, and I love it so much. And yeah. It's so weird, and Hedora is a sludge monster. He's sludge. Chainsaw chicken don't beat sludge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Hedora is a much more like. Hedora is so out there and, and psychedelic, I'd say. Very yeah. psychedelic. I feel like. You know, uh, Toho spent a lot of money on Hedora, and then when Gaigan came around, they're like, "Okay, we have like a fit the budget for this." So like, <laughs> a lot of the effects in Hedora are better than in Gaigan, <laughs> which which is crazy because Hedora came out in 1971 and Gaigan was the year after. 
But I do like, I think Gigan's a cool kaiju, but I think, yeah, Hedorah was a more, like, interesting monster creature, and it led to a cooler movie out of the two. So, all right, I guess that's it. We're going with Hedorah? Yeah. Hedorah. <laughs> okay, happening, so, so this next matchup is Godzilla versus Mothra 1992 versus Tiptoes. 2003. So, what a curse. Could you imagine someone reading this bracket who's just like, oh, I like I like Godzilla, and then reading through this? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so Brandon, Tiptoes. Since, since we watched Tiptoes, uh, between then and now, you have edited the Tiptoes episode. It has gone out into the world. You said during the editing process you had some thoughts about Tiptoes, some new thoughts that I need to hear before we proceed with this battle. <laughs> So there was uh, some behind-the-scenes things I'd heard from the, the person who was directing and then they were fired. Yeah. One of them was that... Do you remember uh, the main actress's name? Kate Beckinsale. Kate, okay, so do you remember there was one scene... I don't think we... I don't know if we brought up in the podcast or not. I don't remember, but um, it was her wearing like a nap, like a nightcap. Oh, we didn't scenes. talk about the weird nightcap. Where <laughs> There's a story... But what oh. if I told you that nightcap sank the movie? Explain. <laughs> so, from what I remember reading about, there was a whole thing about the director saying that Kate Beckinsale worked for uh, minimum, like the minimum amount you could pay like an actor in that area yeah. for like her experience. She was being paid minimum for that role, and her only because her big stipulation was she wanted to wear her special hat. Which was the night hat. <laughs> and the movie was, um, I guess, financed by some, like, eccentric producer or something with his wife. It was some guy and his wife who were, like, financing part of the movie. Yeah. And when they came on set, they were horrified by her nightcap and told her to take it off. And she said, no, uh, in my contract it says I can wear this because I'm getting a minimum thing. So they pulled out of the movie... <laughs> Over the hat. What? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the more I hear about this movie, the more I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read uh, the Yahoo Entertainment article about it, just to be sure I'm not getting this wrong. So, let's see. Do, 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 do. In the beginning, Blaine came back in sales lucky hat. When the British actor signed on for 2003's Tiptoes... She agreed to do it for SAG minimum wage with one condition. She wanted her character to wear the lucky hat that looks like like a like a like a Scrooge nightcap. Yes. I said, "Sure, I promise you can wear it." Bright Bright says. And at the time, you know, the hat would get him fired from the film. <laughs> the movie never materialized. Bright established himself. He was a popular writer. Okay, so uh, funding came from the unlikeliest places. Britt jumped on it. My stepfather, a guy my mother was married for like a year, had this neighbor, John Langley, who did the show Cops. He said, I'd be interested. And they got this script and said, hey, we want to make this movie. Him and his wife. So they were, the guy who made people who helped make Cops. He didn't know what the program was. So he casted the film. Things were set up. So Bright insists, uh, Bright instead turned to Gary Oldman for the role. 
exact, you know, yada, yada, yada about the film, and, like, about just the effect stuff. Yeah. So then the first day, the first day I shoot, Beckinsale wears her lucky hat. This is a quote from Bright. And this guy, Langley's wife, comes in. She says to me, I don't like that hat. He recalls. I said it can't come off. Kate Beckinsale offered to the movie instead of charging millions of dollars. She's doing the SAG minimum. And the only thing she asked was, can I wear my lucky hat? Bright says his refusal to rectify his producer's obligations led to them pulling support from him and his crew during production. <laughs> I put my cast and crew through hell. <laughs> so yeah, my vote goes to Tiptoes. <laughs> so that that funny hat in the movie is a directly... <laughs> reason how it lost so much money. God. I'm voting Tiptoes. We probably owe Godzilla vs. Mothra a little bit of talk. It was a good movie. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Mothra was a fun introduction. I think one of my favorite things, one of my fun, the things I like the most about um, oh, the Heisei era yeah. is that it's, we're seeing these pre-established kaijus in a whole new way with like better effects and stuff. Yeah. Like Mothra is one of the coolest kaijus. Yeah. And seeing, like, the recreation of the egg and them hatching out is really cool. Oh, remember when you when they rebooted Manila <laughs> in that movie? It's like a little... You are not so... not dorky. When you... The moment we realized it wasn't a Mothra egg, it was you so were so terrified. Because, keep in mind, folks, we like going into these as blind as we can. If anything, we just read this, like... Yeah, I throw order. bleach in my eyes right yeah. before watching every movie. Exactly. Just to keep yeah. it fresh. <laughs> For what you can see is all new. So uh, so they get this little egg in the movie, and it's it's a good size egg. It's like the size of a person. But um, I was like, huh, that maybe mo- that's, that's a Mothra egg. And then it starts hatching. It's like this like scene. You see like his little bug eyes come out, and I'm yeah. like, no! Yeah. So he wasn't very annoying though. If you're right, this is also the movie of Batra. In it. Yes. Yeah, Batra. Godzilla's um, or, or, or Mothra's, Mothra's evil god, twin. Mothra's god twin. Yep. Not evil because they work or, together. Yeah, they do work together at the end. So I thought that was very cool. I, I think really like Batra. Yeah. Batra's a fun idea. I wish they would show up in more things. Apparently, that was like the only one of the only times they've ever yeah. shown up. Batra should show up more. I like Batra. It's the only time we're going to talk about Batra because unfortunately, or fortunately, I think both of us are voting tiptoes. <laughs> I'm not, spe- not going to speak I, for you, but I'm pretty sure that's what you're going to do. Enjoyability is an interesting thing, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time with Godzilla vs. Mothra. What's also important for enjoyability is I always think that surrounding elements involving a movie you're watching can also add or detract from enjoyability of it. And the fact that we went into Tiptoes as our April Fool's episode, considering it to be absolutely horrendous and actually uh, getting something out of it, was such a shock on the radar, I have to give it to Tiptoes. I have to give it to Tiptoes. So, Tiptoes proceeds. Tiptoes proceeds. Again, watch Godzilla vs. Mothra. Great, very fun movie, but... Also, watch Tiptoes. <laughs> Better movie. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so... Okay, so we have Godzilla... We have King Kong, the original, from 1933, versus 
Godzilla Raids Again from 1955. So hard because I enjoy talking about King Kong more. I think it's more interesting to talk about. I think one of the most fulfilling conversations about film we've had on this podcast was our conversation with Sophie about King Kong. Yeah. I like Raids Again more as a movie, just to watch. I like watching my spiky boy fight Godzilla. I like the fucking convicts. Oh, the convict scene is so good. Like the that's one of my favorite. Part. I think that's probably top ten of any of these kaiju movies for me. Yeah. Was that moment where it's like, it just the it was a perfect sequence where it's like, oh, we learned from the first Godzilla. We got to turn all our lights off. They turn all the lights off. Prisoners are see that as a chance to you know break out of prison. Yeah. And through their prison break, they lead to a massive explosion that gets Godzilla to go into the city. And I'm like, that's wow, so good. And. But King, oh, King Kong is a marvel for, like, when you it watch is. it, you see 1933, and you yeah, see that, like... It is, it, it really Like, is. it's a marvel, like, even if, I understand that there was something you said about, oh, you know, this was the original, better things have come after it for the series of stuff, but the, the like, you know, nobody would going into King Kong, just like, eh, what's this? It's like, people are familiar with the mythos about this movie. Yeah. So I, I think it's... I do like Raids Again. I think it did... I think Raids Again established the fun, more fun kaiju formula that we see in the newer one, and the, yeah. like, onwards. But King Kong started the whole thing. <laughs> okay, so you're going... You're going with, uh, with Kong, then? I have to go with Kong. And I'm going with Raids Again. We have to look at the letterbox. I'm pretty sure you're going to win this one. <laughs> we'll see. They're, I mean, I thought... Um, yeah, the last letterbox was an upset, so I gotta go with King Kong because just I think it just established so much for one thing. Okay, okay so King Kong 1933 has a 3.8. Yeah, a letterbox score 3.8, and now Godzilla again. Raids again has a 2.7 in a sweeping victory. In a sweeping victory, King, for King Kong, Kong proceeds. Because I think, yeah, King Kong is just a beautiful, like, it's such an interesting story. Like, of course, a lot of stuff is not aged well. Yeah. And at the time, it was not good. But I think just the inherent nature of like, oh my God, look at like how the fuck did they do this in 1933? <laughs> like, it was one of the most important films ever for the, like just visual effects. So, yeah, King Kong, the original from 1933, continues to the next bracket. Okay, so now our next one is... Krampus, Krampus versus Clifford? Krampus from 2015 <laughs> versus Clifford from 2021. And oh, oh, oh. Not oh, that Clifford. We'll get to that. I was very worried. <laughs> I was very worried about my boy. My little Martin Short boy. <laughs> so... I'll start. I'll start this time and say that, um, obviously, the odd one out here is Clifford, <laughs> and I, because you know that was an episode we did feature Jay. It was a fun time. Yeah. But um, I wanted Clifford to be a little more funny, bad, enjoyable, and it wasn't quite as what I wanted it to be. Yeah. We still had some really fun parts of it, yeah. but it, it wasn't a situation like other movies in that class where it's like this is just batshit crazy. 
Yeah. I wanted more of the batshit crazy. And Krampus, I think, was a legitimately fun time. Yeah. With the Christmassy and, like, all these interesting effects and cool, like, you know, prosthetics and all this, like, makeup and costumes and all this fun stuff they did. So I, I got to give it to Krampus. Uh, yeah, I'm... So, Clifford 2021 is a movie. Hmm. Krampus is also a movie. Ah, so you're going impartial then. But one of those <laughs> movies is actually good, and one of them we kind of memed about. Uh, Krampus gets my vote as well. Krampus okay. proceeds. Krampus gets our vote, and Krampus will go on to the next round. Clifford, you tried, but maybe you could have. Maybe you could have got the next bracket if you didn't delay your movie. You know, maybe you could have. Maybe if you could have released it in theaters on opening day. You know, where we had everything planned. Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe some of us did a giant event planning, and you <laughs> threw everything out, Clifford. Maybe that happened. <laughs> okay, so now we have Frankenstein conquers the world, and our next bracket for round one, or our next uh, competition is Frankenstein Conquers the World from 1965 versus Mothra vs. Godzilla from 1964. This isn't even a competition for me. Mothra vs. Godzilla is so boring. Like, the fight doesn't even happen with Mothra and Mothra form. It happens with two Mothra larvae, uh, which, again, that does raise a lot of questions about how Mothra's Conscious. eternal life works since, since she shoots her consciousness into the new baby that like it has two babies it, 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 what carries what? over Wait, are they clones are yeah they... are they clones or does does each get half well, i don't know it's a confusing but it's a boring movie and frankenstein conquers the world is a very fun movie with an octopus ending it does so yeah i think out of these two i I think I, I agree with Mothra versus Godzilla. There was some fun stuff with it, but it was heavily disappointing once we realized that Mothra wasn't going to be, you know, in moth form in this movie yeah. for the fight. That was like, oh, dang. I don't know if that was could have been a budget thing or maybe brought up in the episode a while ago, but it I was disappointed by that. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, and, and meanwhile, Frankenstein conquers the world. Fucking batshit. <laughs> It fucking rules. Nazi scientists regrow uh, the human heart and they bring then, it to Hiroshima yeah. and then the, the nuclear radiation transforms the heart into a full-grown guy. Which does, you know, interesting fact then. What? Frankenstein Conquers the World takes place in the same city as Drive My Car. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein Conquers the World is a better movie. Don't at me. <laughs> you have a horrible film opinion. I literally... Sophie was so disappointed when I told her that you didn't like Drive My Car. I just my couldn't. My entire office, when you texted me that, was disappointed beyond repair that you thought Drive My Car wasn't good. <laughs> It's too much for me. It, it insists upon itself. Well, since we're all going to die here, I think it's time I finally say it. I did not care for Drive My Car. You see that the movie theater near you is playing God, The Godfather? 
Really, the original? Yeah. Huh. That's cool. That's a neat idea. I hope they I hope they're doing that next weekend, because I'd love to do that. But that'd be fun. I gotta see part two. But I couldn't drive my car, it was a, it was I just couldn't quite do it. I liked a lot of other good movies this year. Love me some Dune. I couldn't get in to drive my car. And I love the I love Parasite. So I can't get into like foreign films like that. But I just couldn't get in to drive my car. So Anyways, Frankenstein Conquer the Conquers the World proceeds. <laughs> The most cursed quote. I, could, I just couldn't get into drive my car through the different nature of it. Anyways, uh, Frankenstein Congress, the world does recede in the bracket. <laughs> we have a bit of fun on this channel. Hey, Nolan. How's this one? <laughs> okay. I, I the, the randomizer will choose what the randomizer will choose. So, folks... Um, Matrip is Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle. 2018. The second of the Godzilla anime Netflix creates, trilogy. Which, you know, introduces the idea of Mechagodzilla City, which is so awesome. Versus a horror beyond our belief. <laughs> you will believe a man can boy. <laughs> Clifford 1994... Starring Martin Short, Charles Grodin, a movie I love and Brandon really, really <laughs> hates. That a movie that almost lost me movie picking privileges. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Nolan he showed a net afterwards, and I somehow got into that one. <laughs> but uh, Clifford, okay, so my vote is going to Clifford, nineteen ninety four. <laughs> you know, you're just you're just dive bombing. I'm taking Nolan. I'm taking Clifford. Nolan. We're going all the way to the top, baby. We're gonna go to Capitol Hill. We're gonna march on it. Nolan. <laughs> you do know that I'm I have to go with City on the Edge of Battle as it was. It turned around the Godzilla Netflix anime trilogy for us once we turned it to French. Um, which somehow was like a better version of it. But um City on the Edge of Battle was the first one that actually got me interested, and that carried to the third one in the, the increase in F, F, uh, interest. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Clifford is better. Clifford 1994 is the worst movie we have seen on the podcast. <laughs> I, I think it's amazing. I could not connect with it, and I, ju I just had a terrible, not enjoyable time with this movie. And Nolan, I'm sorry, you're going out to die because we know what the letterbox is gonna be. Oh, do we? Do we? Go to the letterbox. Go to the letterbox. All right, let's, let's see. see. Let's okay, see, City sorry. on the Edge of Battle. Let's see what the City on the Edge of Battle letterbox rating is. One's a beloved cult classic, and we're like 2.5. 2.5 for City on the Edge of Battle.
One of these days, one of these times, Nolan, there will be a letterboxed over a three, and you will lose. <laughs> you escaped the le- you escaped the letterbox tiebreaker this time, Nolan. This time. Clifford proceeds. <laughs> Clifford wins. <laughs> Clifford got two, and Edge of Battle got one. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Alright, so the next lineup is Godzilla the Planet Eater from 2018. The last of the Netflix Godzilla anime trilogy. Versus Son of Godzilla from 1967. Okay, we're gonna actually agree on this one. Okay. (laughs) So, Son of Godzilla introduces Manila, who I I do not find enjoyable and I find annoying. And not fun. The movie around around Manila's, it's good. It's enjoyable. It's definitely for human plots in Godzilla movies. It's definitely on the upper end. Uh, I mean, it's not like the upper echelons, but it's like you know, at the, it's above the neutral zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like Kamungus a lot. Oh, the spider, right? Yeah, Kamungus is cool. Yeah. I do just... Uh, Godzilla the Planet Eater is such an epic movie. It's, it's, it's it so fucking cool. Uh, God, Ghidorah is coming shadow out of the... Ghidorah. Yeah. Shadow Ghidorah, where they're doing the cult ritual, and you see the oh, shadow of Ghidorah like, go through the people. Yeah. Like, okay, Godzilla the Planet Eater was so investing and fun for me that I wished the other, even the previous two, especially the first one, yeah. was building up to this more. Because yeah. I feel like it's like an, like a bad first, like a the first one, a great second one, and then like the third one's like on the same level, maybe a little better. But it's uh, just... But like uh, our upper echelon Godzilla movies we've done on the podcast. Exactly. And it's like, because of that, it's like I wanted the other, especially the first one, to be more of a like a better start for this. Because yeah. the conclusion's so cool and interesting. So we're both going Planet Eater then. It's got both gotta be on yeah. Planet Eater. It's gonna be a long episode. That's okay. Yeah. We got that's time. Fine. So now Ooh, this both, Okay, we're two high sides here. Both time is uh first bracket competition, it's both high sides. We have Godzilla versus Biollante from 1989 versus Godzilla vs. Godzilla 2 from 1993. So this is going to be very easy for people who listen to our episodes to guess where I'm going here because I found Mechagodzilla 2 very boring. I did not enjoy that one. Whereas Godzilla vs. Biollante is... Uh, really, 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 really fucking good. I love it so much. Uh, so yeah, Godzilla vs. Biollante. Yeah, I think that Mechagodzilla 2... I think if this was another fight, I think Mechagodzilla 2 would go to the second round, perhaps, because I do like it a good amount. But versus Biollante... I mean, I think Godzilla vs. Biollante is top three Godzilla movies we've seen. Yeah. Like, Like, everything is so good about that. It's like... It's got the bombastic, like, narrative and the fun, like, fighter pilot guy. And the effects of Biollante is one of the, easily one of the best in the whole series. I love Biollante's design of, like, this, like, alligator, like, swamp monster vine creature built from Godzilla's own DNA. And, like... I love the best human plot. The, but we were just talking about, like, 
about what the upper human plots are. It is by far the best human plot in any of the Godzillas. It's a banger. It's a banger. Uh, you can watch Mechagodzilla 2 if you want as well. It's not a. I, I enjoy some of that more too. But Bailante, I think, is a must-watch for a Godzilla fan. Like, yeah. it's essential. It's it's one of the best ones. If not, like, the best. Yeah. So I'm going to give it, yeah, Bailante sweeps and moves on to the next round. So we just have two more left on the first bracket, and the last one's going to be a doozy. So here we go. We're going this. So we're... Now we're facing off um, two more Showas. Terror of Mechagodzilla from 1975, the last of the Showas, versus Invasion of Astro Monster from 1965. So I'll start here first by saying um, I'm I was having a fun time that Godzilla sh uh, Mechagodzilla showed up again. I thought it was fun when his head came off and stuff. But Invasion of Astro Monster for me is a more fun wacky crazy premise about discovering the zillions first time they show up oh my god they're here and like this fun plot about oh we like they're in under mind control and uh Ghidorah's good in it or Ghidorah was good in Ghidorah but I'm um, the first Ghidorah well, movie Ghidorah's but not much. evil in it but Ghidorah's cool in it yeah exactly Ghidorah's <laughs> a cool fun more utilized like better utilized than the first one like Invasion Astro Monster is like it, pretty much exactly what I want in one of these older kaiju movies where it's fun, dumb, weird alien premise with just like this one guy going, meh, I guess I'm gonna be the ambassador. <laughs> so. God. Uh, uh, my, my pick is Invasion of Astro Monster. Only one of these movies has a guy saying the word fooge like 500 times. <laughs> a fooge. And that one, of course, has to be the winner. Invasion of the Astro Monster, <laughs> which I don't think we talked about on an episode, but I feel it feels very like one of the one of the the cheesier Twilight Zone episodes. It feels like that. It might be because it feels very much with the Zillions, like they were inspired by to serve man. Ah, uh, could it be? You've seen that episode, right? I think so. It's the it's a cookbook one. I've seen that clip at least. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen many of yeah. those. But, but I think out of the two, like Terror Godzilla was the last of the Showas, and Godzilla was hibernated for like ten years after. You know, a great final shot of like going back to black and white. Good and you know, good final shot of everything. But um, but yeah, I do think that yeah, Astro Monster is better, and mm -hmm. it's going on to the next round. Yeah. And our final matchup of round one. So this, so folks, keep in mind, I hit the randomizer button on this. I did not choose this. Um, this is, a t yeah, so the final round one competition, which is going to be cr like crazy round one, is Mothra, the original from 1961, versus the original Godzilla from 1954. What a matchup. Jesus. God. So, oh God, I I want to give it to Mothra, but I don't want to award a film that has extensive blackface in it. Yeah, it's very that that definitely brings it down for me. Is that like yeah. Mothra is okay? Out of the two of these movies, I can more easily recommend Godzilla. Yes, that is Mothra. True. Mothra is oh, it's a great movie, but yeah. <laughs> 
And I think that makes it tough. Because Godzilla, like, they're both great movies. I wish there was a cut of Mothra that just cut out all the blackface in it. It'd be great. Like, it just, you know, re-edit in footage of the later movies when they actually used people that skin tone for it. Yeah. You know, re-edit that and be, you know, not ooh, anymore. I think Godzilla... Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Even without the racial stuff, I think Godzilla's a better movie. God, so. Even without it for me, because my whole thing is Godzilla is, I think this is the only kaiju movie, maybe other than Krampus, which is kind of creepy sometimes. Godzilla is fucking spooky in this movie. Like, and it's surprising because it's soupmation. Because you always hear about stop motion being creepy. You know, it's what Tim Burton uses a lot of the time. It creates the yeah. effect for Christmas, like... The, the, you know, uncanny nature of moving as a stop-motion thing is spooky. Yeah. So the fact that a guy in a suit <laughs> can yeah. be creepy is shocking. Because the how they designed the color grading and stuff about, like... Not the color grading, but, like, you know, the the lighting and such. About the water always being this, like, oily, inky black yeah. that's always so spooky. I, I'll always remember that shot of, the like, the, the, the cruise boat. And Godzilla yeah. coming out of the side. It's like, oh my god. And Godzilla's scream is still fucking guttural and scary. Okay, yeah, you've... Yeah, yeah. Like, my vote, my vote goes to Godzilla. But, folks, Godzilla 1954 is is one of those upper echelon of, like, these are some of the most important movies ever made. Yeah, Godzilla takes the round. So, Mothra, Mothra's good, too. Uh, but, but. Going, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is you can't just say this movie's good. You have to give the asterisk, and you don't have to do that with Godzilla, the original. Okay, I've submitted. Scores so, been submitted. So, folks, we are now on to round two. So, bracket is so. Let's break down how round one ended real quick. So, the winners of round one are Godzilla 1954, Invasion of Astro Monster, Godzilla vs. Biollante, yeah. Godzilla the Planet Eater, Clifford 1994, Frankenstein Conquers the World, Krampus, King, the original King Kong, Tiptoes, Godzilla vs. Hedora, BFG, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, Godzilla 98, Ibera, Godzilla vs. Megalon. That's the whole bracket. And we're starting from the bottom again. We're starting from the bottom up. Okay. So, we're now going to go into round two, where things boom, are going to get boom, a little more difficult. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, here we go. So, round two. I think this starts off pretty easy. <laughs> So, yeah. so we have Abira Horror of the Deep versus Godzilla versus Megalon. As I said in the first round, Godzilla versus Megalon, I found really boring. I only squeaked by because it had it had a dolphin paddle boat. Exactly. And that and that dolphin paddle boat boat isn't fast enough to get away from Abira fucking. Oh Abira would fucking chest. fucking <laughs> just put one right through a cold one right between the shoulders on that fucking kid. Exactly. So I think it's a pretty easy pick. I'm going with Abira. Are you going with Abira? I'm going with Abira. Alright, yeah. Abira gets on to the next round. Easily big sweep. 
Okay, so now we're on to Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, 1995, uh, 1975, the original, versus Godzilla from 98. So, <sighs> starting a little tougher here because now I have to sort of rate the whole film experience or like the whole movie versus just the kaiju stuff. Because in terms of kaiju stuff, Godzilla from that Godzilla crushes Godzilla 98. Yeah, the kaiju... The Godzilla stuff is the weakest part of Godzilla 1998. Yeah. I do like Godzilla 1998 more overall. Even though Godzilla themselves... He's got... Godzilla's like male like the other movies, but also lays eggs in that. There's like a whole scene where it's like... Jurassic Park Velociraptors. Yeah, I, I don't remember what gen, like, I know we discussed this on episode, what gender is Godzilla in 98? I thought they said something about, they said they're like frogs, uh, they can change their gender. I thought it was something like ah, that. Ah, our gender fluid queen, Godzilla 1998. Or maybe I'm confusing that with Jurassic Park. <laughs> but um, You are definitely confusing that okay, with Jurassic so Park. Okay, so I think it was a girl then. Okay, so... I remember what was always confusing is when I first watched the movie, I thought there was two Godzillas. Okay, if and the it's, one that shows up at the yeah, end. Yeah, oh yeah, one. I remember that. That we thought that. And we both had that false memory. Yeah, but they're both. It's the same Godzilla, but they lay eggs, so it has to be a. I think they were saying about All reproducing without a mate. Hashtag I'm with her. Godzilla 1998 gets my vote. Also, Hank Azaria is in it. <laughs> Godzilla 1998 is a very enjoyable movie. I I think okay. Oh goodness. All right, here's here's my here's my take. You know, so at this point we have to think about rewatchability for these movies. We've both seen these. Mm-hmm. And I would rather watch the fight clips from Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla than watch the entire movie again. Meanwhile, I would happily see another Godzilla 1998 all the way through again. Are you just trying to justify your voting for Godzilla 1998 to our fan base? But I have to think about it, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like thinking about it, like, do I want to? Would I want to watch the entire movie of either of these again? And I'm leaning towards 98 because the whole movie is just. Fucking crazy batshit entertaining. Banger after banger scene. So more Simpsons actors than any other Godzilla movie. So, in a vote that will definitely upset anybody who is super like into this, into kaiju <laughs> things. Godzilla 1988 wins against Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Okay, here we go. So now we have the BFG versus Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from 1991. Oh, this is hard. For, for me, it's easy. <laughs> oh, God. I think the BFG has some fun stuff to it, but Godzilla versus King Ghidorah is way more batshit crazy. Time travel. Like, time travel, the little fucking little Ghidorah guys that turn into the big Ghidorah. Go, go, like, the Gorosaurus subplot with, like, the Japanese soldiers is so fucking weird and interesting. Well. Like, all those elements for me build it up to be more than a, the BFG. 
Well, that's Mark Rylance, as the BFG would say. Looky wookies, like we're gonna have to go to the Letty Boxy. Because <laughs> we got a breaky wakey in the vote. Okay. My vote goes to the BFG. <laughs> yeah, I think, BF, I think BFG will win this one. Okay. Letterboxd 3.1. For the BFG. And then we have Zilla versus King Ghidorah. 3.4. Oh! Okay! The tie goes to Brandon. Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Moves defeats on. Defeats the BFG. The Dorats dance on the BFG's <laughs> corpse. Damn. And he and Godzilla versus King Ghidorah proceeds to the next round. Could be the best round. Proceeds to the next. So now we have. <laughs> What the fuck is this matchup? <laughs> In another cursed competition, we have Tiptoes from 2003 versus Godzilla versus Hedora from 1971. Um, oh, God. Nolan. You know where I'm voting. You know I'm voting for Tiptoes. You know, I love both of these movies. Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah is... Godzilla vs. Hedorah is, like, super trippy and psychedelic, and a lot of people die, and it's very nihilistic, and I enjoy that. I love Tiptoes. I'm a big Tiptoes stan. <laughs> I, my boat goes to Tiptoes. Come on, the only one. We're starting to get into better movies, though, versus Tiptoes. <laughs> We're starting to get into the, the stronger ones. Because Godzilla vs. Dora is a very enjoyable one. With the, the the goo kaiju and all this fun stuff. Yeah. And Tiptoes. You still, if, I gotta think, I'm going through a rewatch. I'm going through a rewatch of both of these. <laughs> Nolan, I was able to suspend my disbelief about Gary Oldman once. <laughs> Could I do it again? <laughs> Could I do it again other than the weird... I think it'd get easier on Rewatch to accept <laughs> Gary Oldman as as Mr. Kipto himself. <laughs> but would it, would it just come back around where I'm like, wait a second, this is terrible. <laughs> what if that happens on the second... I know that versus Kedora will be a hell of a fun time the second time. Yeah. But if that if that very thin layer of ice that is separating me from the cognitive dissonance of Gary Oldman as Tiptoe, as <laughs> you're referring to his character as if he's named Tiptoe. <laughs> the thin layer of ice that separates that cognitive dissonance. If that starts to, if that cracks even a little bit, it's all coming down. It's over. So which way you voting? Which way, Western man? <laughs> Tiptoes or Godzilla versus Adora. Okay, because of the morbid curiosity, I'm I am I'm going to say the letterbox will decide. Okay. <laughs> oh god, no! You're gonna take Mr. Tiptoe out of the competition! No! No! Okay. Alright. Mr. Tiptoes himself. You're voting Godzilla versus Adora. I I kind of have to. <laughs> well, 
Let's check the letterbox. <laughs> Letterboxed. Tiptoes. stars for tiptoes. Okay. Okay. So, how how bad is the beating gonna be? (laughs) Are you ready for this? When I hit this enter on the keyboard, you're 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 batting up with a one point five out of five. That's a three out of ten. <laughs> okay, let's let's see. Three point four. <laughs> Congrats, Godzilla versus Sidora. You move on. You beat Gary Oldman on his knees within an inch of his tiptoed life. <laughs> he tiptoed along the grave during that fight. You Beat a film that is better than Return of the King, meaning you are better than Return of the King. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Hedora <laughs> is the winner, folks. We had to we had to take out Tiptoes. He was he was he was tipping his toes for a bit and then it was it was over. It was over. Okay, so now we have Krampus from 2015 versus King Kong, the original. Okay, so... Because in this one, it's like, which is better? A movie that is, you know, considered one of the best ever because it's such a groundbreaking thing, or a movie, a modern movie, that's just like a good movie? You know, like I think Krampus plays a lot more to my campy sensibilities. Krampus is very, is just very campy, schlocky, gory fun. <laughs> it's got based ant in it. <laughs> Versus unbased sea captain. Mm, indeed. So. I'm voting Krampus. Ooh, Krampus. Yeah, I think on my... For me, it's like... King Kong, like I said in the last bracket, King Kong is such a huge instrumental thing. You can still see the visual effects and stuff today. I think I did have... And the discussion with Sophie afterwards, the podcast was great. Yeah, that, it was an amazing discussion. Yes. Yeah, but I, I'm, I do think on this case, I'm, I'm leaning towards your thing about this movie is more interesting to talk about than it is to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's cool to think, oh, read behind the scenes about how they did those effects back in the day. Yeah. Not so fun to watch the whole movie anymore. <laughs> At this, I've already seen it, you know, like that's kind of checked off the list. Yeah. I would see Krampus again. Yeah. So, we're going with Krampus. Krampus proceeds. Krampus proceeds. <laughs> so, next, uh, next on the bracket, we have for round two, we have Clifford, 1994, versus Frankenstein Conquers the World from 1965. And you already know, folks, I'm going with Frankenstein. I'm going with Frankenstein Conquers the World from 1965. <laughs> and you likewise already know 
This that. little stinker over here is gonna go with Clifford. The greatest stinker of them all! <laughs> so... So, to the letterbox... Trevor, did Clifford... Clifford has a three, I believe. A three? Oh my god. Frankenstein conquers the world. A 3.1! No! <laughs> Get back into your goddamn hole. <laughs> Go into the Clifford hole with ye. No, Clifford! He had to go, Nolan. He had to go. You were... You were... They hated him before he told the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you were seething over Tiptoes and Clifford both being knocked I out. I am very much so. <laughs> seething. <laughs> Hatred and seething pilled. <laughs> God. This is truly Nolan's punished era. Punished God. Nolan. A dude denied his Clifford and Tiptoes. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Ooh, okay. I'll, we still have a couple second rounds. Okay, so we have Godzilla versus Biollante from 1989 versus Godzilla the Planet Eater from 2018. Oh god, this is a hard one for me. For me, it's not too hard. I really I think both of these are definitely worth a watch. They're both very enjoyable. I think Godzilla versus Biollante has more impressive effects to me than Planet Eater does. Wow, someone doesn't respect the field of animation. <laughs> it's, 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 like a, it's like a 3D CG style that... I'm really glad that now there's more like interesting, stylized, 2D aesthetic 3D styles going on. But this was before that, when it was more just usual 3D. I don't think it looks bad or anything, but I think that um, Biollante's practical, like, Biollante creature effects are just fantastic. Ah, uh, just... It's got three black holes that open, and three Ghidorah necks come out, strangling spaceships until they squeeze and blow up. Which I cheered, because I, th I think the spaceship part was one of the worst parts in the movies, because I didn't want it to be the spaceship. It killed Abraham Lincoln, the sexy Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, but I think... Uh, I'm I'm giving my vote to the Planet Eater, and I know that you're gonna win the letterbox there, but I'm giving my vote to the Planet Eater. Because Biollante just has, just the effects in that movie are fantastic. They are. It's like the shadow sequence. The shadows. The shadow sequence is cool, but Biollante is like the overall cooler movie. It's got cults. Cults are cool. Biollante has a giant like. Rose monster first. And yes, I also it. agree. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, okay, okay, you're gonna win this matchup on the letterbox. Two point four for the Planet Eater. Planet Eater just got two point four. Wow, Biolante has a two point five. That's much lower than I was expecting, but... Or I guess it is? It doesn't really... Well, that's a... Re that, okay, that's one review. 
That's not the whole thing. Oh, here. Where's the whole thing? I hope we haven't been basing this off of one review. No, the, these ones have yeah, been. You see the are. whole things. But this one hasn't been showing yet. Um, do you try to look on your app thing about it? Because Letterboxd is just down. We have gremlins in the control room. I mean, it has a... 3.5? It has a 3.5 on Letterboxd, folks, so it... Yes, it beats the Planet Eater. Yep. So, so Godzilla vs. Biollante moves on to the next round. It does. Planet Eater is a very enjoyable movie, though. Yeah. Okay, last in the f second round, we have Godzilla 1954, the original, versus Invasion of Astro Monster, 1965. Uh, so, yeah, it's got Godzilla 1954. It's 54. Uh, it's such a good... It's a good... It's so Invasion of the Astro Monsters is a fun, enjoyable movie, like a like a, a 50s sci-fi B movie you turn on uh, on the uh, late at night on the sci on the sci-fi channel or something. Mm. Godzilla isn't a great movie, and so my vote goes to Godzilla 1954. Sorry, Zillions. Uh, Zillions are fun, and they. Maybe they returned at later point. I don't know. But um, Invasion... So I think that this is interesting because it kind of represents the best... Some of the best of what Godzilla originally was as the first movie. And some of the best as once of like the more traditional kaiju fun monster fest we know of. Yeah. It's kind of like pitting those against each other. And while Invasion is an you know, enjoyable time, Godzilla 94 is like a horror movie. Yeah. And I'm fully here for that. So, Godzilla 1954 wins. Bada boom. So, with that... Okay, so with that, we're on... To round, round three. Which is... Wow. This is going to be a toughie one. Yeah. Okay, so... Starting here. We have... Godzilla 1998... Versus... Ibira Horror of the Deep. From 1966. These are both... We're starting to get to the harder ones. I think it's got to be a beer or the deep for me. I love the vibe of both these movies. I love the human plots of both these movies. But I only like the kaiju stuff of one of these movies. And that's a beer or of the deep. Which is such a fun, fun, weird, up my alley movie. So I'm voting a beer of horror of the deep. Mm. Yeah, I think I would have to agree about that because I think it's like, oh, these are both great movies, but I think you did a good point about as we agree, Godzilla is one of the weakest parts of Godzilla 1998. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and Ibira oh, scratches sad. that itch of I love so many of these kaiju movies. The Godzilla ones are just like so many different characters that don't do anything and different things. I love a beer is like okay. A couple of dudes get stranded on an island. And I'm like, yes! You go Simplicity. off, king! Exactly. I'm like, yes! Perfect. So, Beer Hole Deep is one of my favorites. And while Godzilla 1998 is a fun, we really enjoy that movie too, I gotta give it to Ibira as well. Alright. So, Ibira is making it to round the semifinals. The semifinals. Yeah, this is our Elite Eight for the record right now. Yeah, we're getting our Elite Eight right now. 
Or wait, isn't this right now the Elite Eight? Yeah, we're in the Elite yeah, Eight. Yeah, we're in the Elite now. Eight right now. We're okay. going to our, into our final four, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so we have Godzilla versus Hedorah from 1971 versus Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from 1991. We have a Showa versus a Heizai. I am going Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, I think. Hedora, uh, not King Hedora. King Hedora, there There's we go. They're such similar the, sounding the names. Perfect, the <laughs> perfect fence sitter. I'm going with Godzilla versus King Hedora. What was that? Godzilla versus King Hedora. Like you can't see which one it is. Okay, so I think, again, I really love the psychedelic sludge monster movie a lot. Uh, other things we haven't talked about with that one. Uh, I think it's cool how many different forms Hedora has. Yeah, there's like a space, there's a one that's like a UFO, there's one yeah. that's like doing this, there's like a really strong, like there's a weird like trippy opening where it's yeah. like all like psychedelic with like a rock yeah. song, like a psychedelic trippy song. Uh, the animated sequences are fun, I think. Oh yeah, those too. Yeah, so it's like... And while I love Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, I love the Dorats. Those little fucking Alvin and the Chipmunk-looking motherfuckers. Godzilla vs. Hedora gets my vote. Mm, okay, so... The film that almost sank the franchise. <laughs> which we can say about quite a few films yeah. in this... It's, you, you keep beating him and he just does, he keeps getting back up. Yeah. So I think... It's always the ones we love the most that were the ones that almost sank the franchise. <laughs> yeah. So I... Because this is starting to get the hard thing where it's a Showa versus a Heizai. And I overall think I like Heizai's more. Mm -hmm. I think they're more interesting, better effects, interesting, like, more human, better human stuff and everything. I, th I think I really... I connected so much with the... Uh, the Godzilla versus King Ghidorah scene, or the part where it's good, uh, Gorosaurus on the island, and it's like he has to like, you know, it's he can't fight the ships, and they like blow him up, and he has to like defend yeah. them and stuff, and mm -hmm. there's like moments like that that I think for me edge out King Ghidorah over Hedorah in this case. So. So we're at a tie. We're at a tie. Okay, let's take it to the letterboxed. Letterboxed version. We're using this a lot more than I thought we would, <laughs> honestly. So, King of is a 3.4. Yeah. Hedora's a 3.4. Okay, so then we'll throw it to which has the more votes. So, Hedora has 8,402 votes. Okay. I think that's a fair way to see yeah. who's got the... Oh, 6,000. Yeah, so Hedora wins. Okay. Hedora goes on to the next round. Better than... Brandon was about to do a rock, paper, scissors, and I thought <laughs> that was a better way to determine. <laughs> we'll shake on it. <laughs> okay, so now we're having uh, this next one here. So we have... Frankenstein Conquers the World from 1965 versus Krampus from 2015. Krampus. I'm voting Krampus. I, I, I think... I, again, not much more I can say about how much I really like Krampus. I love... Michael, uh, Michael Doherty, his uh, 
who is a kaiju film director because he did King of the Monsters, uh, the modern one. Uh, but yeah, I think I just really like his kind, his very schlocky style that looks like looks like you're watching a friggin' puppet master movie, but with skill behind it. Uh, and I really like Frankenstein Conquers the World again. Octopus ending. The octopus ending. But my vote goes to Krampus. Okay. Well, this is interesting. Because, like, I have to think about what I'm looking for in a kaiju movie. And Krampus is, like, it only a technicality. He has a kaiju. Okja rule. With an Okja rule. And it's even, it's kind of close on whether or not it, it makes the Okja rule. Yeah, so... In these movies, I'm looking for a kaiju. I'm looking for a big monster fight another big monster. And Frankenstein doesn't get to be Godzilla size. He's like half the size. But he fights, I think it's Baragon is the he monster. That's yeah, a fun little, little quadruped guy roaming around a village. And I just, just for the pure exhilarating thrill of, it's just a guy. <laughs> it's just a big man. And the reason he wins is because he has thumbs. <laughs> like, that makes me so happy. And the fact it's like, just the surrealness of it. It's just a fucking guy with like a prosthetic on his head. <laughs> He's just big and running around. I think Gargantua's is better. I think it's better than the, than Frankenstein Conquers the World. But well, yeah, if this had been Frank, if Frankenstein Conquers the World had gone up, gone up against Gargantuans, Gargantuans would have tramped it. Yeah. So out of it's the, only through bad luck that Gargantuans <laughs> is, did not make it, did not make it anywhere near as far as Conquers the World has. Yeah. So, I think out of the two, I, I'm giving it to Frankenstein, and I'm giving it to Krampus. So we go to the letterbox. Okay, Krampus has a three. Three. Same as Clifford. Frankenstein Conquers the World has a 3.1. No! I mean, it's, I like this movie too. But also, Ooh. all the wild Nolan picks <laughs> have been eliminated by this stage. They've been sniped down. Oh, God. Okay, so... So Krampus gets... One and Frankenstein gets two. Frankenstein is the winner, and Frankenstein is going on to the semifinals, leading us. Oh fuck! One more matchup. This is a tough. This is. Oh, this is not a tough one. Okay. Or, okay, these are both great movies. They are both so, great movies. This for now we're leading to is what I consider probably two of the best Godzilla movies. Yeah. The Godzilla, the original. Versus Godzilla versus Biollante. So I, I I'll start by saying that Godzilla is a fundamental thing in the whole thing in the whole series. It started the whole thing, and it's got like I love the horror elements. I love this stuff to it, but I I understand that that formula could not work for sequels. Like, if Raids Again did that again, it wouldn't work as well. Mm -hmm. Raids Again took a different angle since it's been more of that different angle, and it's been a good idea for doing that. I I think Godzilla made the formula. I think Godzilla vs. Biollante perfected it. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Biollante is... 
Probably, and this is going to spoil where my mind's going to go for the next couple of rounds. The best kaiju film. The best actual kaiju film. And the best one still on the bracket. So I'm giving it to Godzilla vs. Bailante. I'm not worried about spoiling because we have some surprises after the break for you. That we do. So we're going with Godzilla vs. Bailante. Makes it to the semifinals. So let's say, um, I'm going to say who the semifinals. It's going to be Godzilla vs. Bailante from 1989 versus Frankenstein Conquers the World from 1965. And in the next competition, we have Godzilla vs. Hedorah from 1972 versus Ibira, Horror of the Deep. Interesting enough, three of the four from the Showa era. Yeah, that's, that is I guess because we haven't, well, I guess most of our things haven't Showa's. Yeah, Showa is the majority, so, so. we're going to go to a commercial break, and then we're going to surprise you. after a five-minute break and not three weeks of trying to get a guest or at least one guest trying to get scheduled more like people are busy yeah, around this time yeah it's the, it's it's the it's end of the school bu- year it's a busy time we were able to get one guest though uh my beloved guest our, my favorite guest we've had on the podcast before uh baby annette that's right, folks. Bring her out. Baby Annette. Baby Annette. Join us, Jasmine. So. Baby Annette, what do you think of these movies? Okay. Duly noted. Yeah. Yeah, very noted. Interesting. I think that will heavily... It will. We won't say it, but I think that'll heavily influence our yeah. decisions. Yeah, that is an interesting point of view, Baby Annette. Mm. Uh, so, now, we've been doing bottom to top, correct? Yes. Which we should know because we are, it's only been five minutes since the last time. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, we're starting with the matchup, Godzilla versus Hedorah versus Abira, Horror of the Deep. And, okay, so. We're getting to the, I'm thinking, uh, the, yeah, these last ones are going to be pretty tough. Yeah. For that. Uh, I, I mean, I know off the hip which one I'm choosing here. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'll talk about both, because I like both. Uh, both of these are tonally very different from what you'd expect from a Godzilla movie. Mm. Uh, and they're just more, I think, one, Abira is a more focused... Uh, focus story than what we're used to. It's not a sprawling cast. It's like four guys on a boat. 
And they end up on an island. They yeah, have an adventure. And, you know, start a revolution. They do. Polluting the airwaves. Do, 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 do. Uh, but, yeah. And then Godzilla vs. Sedora just is a lot more experimental in its presentation. I, it's not an art house film by any means, but it does... Relatively. It does halt the actual film multiple times to give us little am animated uh, cartoons of pollution. That uh, it does. And it does have a guy tripping out on acid so hard that he sees everyone as fish. That he does. And it's just an unrelentingly brutal movie also. I think it's the most deaths in any of these. Yeah, and the most like the brutal ones. deaths, too. Like, melted yeah. by smog and, like, yeah. other pollution and such. Like, I'll, I'll say, um... Yeah, these are both, like... Even though these are both in the Showa era, I don't think they could be more different as, as what kind yeah. of things they're representing. Yeah, and... But, so, what are your thoughts on them? Okay, so I... I also really like both of these. Mm -hmm. For very, uh, as you're saying, very different reasons. Because mm -hmm. interestingly enough, they're both, I, you know, they're both kind of against the mold of a lot of the other, like, Showa's yeah. of this era. Yeah. Because um, Ibira, like, what we think about Ibira is, I like that Mothra's also in Ibira. Mm -hmm. It's like, you get Mothra, you get Mothra, you get Godzilla, you get, like, the super cool, like, lobster kaiju. Yeah. It's very fun. I I think Hedorah's little, like, pollution animated sequences are really interesting. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, this feels very Captain Planety. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Zilla, he's the hero. Gonna take Hedorah down to zero. So it's like that. Okay, so... So I out of do, the two... Do you know which one you're going with, then? I'm, I'm gonna say Ibira. I'm go. I'm going with the Bira. Which one are you going with? I'm also going with the Bira Horror of the Deep. Okay, so what I wanted to bring up about it, why I'm thinking about a Bira is, as you were saying, it's like the tightest. I think like the yeah. tightest script of like pretty yeah. much any of these kaiju movies of the ones we've watched so far. Anyways, yeah, so far it's literally like okay, there's this fun like dance sequence and stuff, and like. This, and they end up on the island, and oh my, the opening shot of the lobster claw yeah. coming out of the water is so good. It's like, yeah. the goal, I always talk about, what I fucking love about, like, this, my perfect Showa era Godzilla movie is, like, we go to a weird location <laughs> where just weird shit happens. And it's like, I more the out there ideas. I, I've had enough yeah. of the city police station-y stuff mm -hmm. out of, you know, we're on 50 of these now. <laughs> Give me the weird out there uh, fascist island where they're mining Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like, give me the Dew Mines is what I'm saying. So, okay. Let's go to so, the Dew Mines. I'm a little surprised. I thought you were going to go with Hedorah for this one. Really? Yeah. I know you loved Ibira, but I know that Hedorah was, like, really out there and trippy and interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to put in Ibira. Ibira wins for the semifinals. Okay. But a boom. So now the harder of the two. <laughs> we got in a in the little engine that could. Frankenstein <laughs> conquers the world versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Biollante. I think what's interesting here is with is that Godzilla versus Biollante is kind of the platonic ideal of a typical Godzilla movie. 
Mm. In that, you know, it's got this giant sprawling cast uh, in or an urban area, uh, mostly, and it's, and it's mostly not like super crazy action based. It's more just people, a weird thing happening, and people trying to figure it out until it, you know, goes to the conclusion we all know is gonna happen. Where oh, it's a monster and it's gonna fight Godzilla. <laughs> but like the monster's good, <laughs> like the it like Violante yeah. is the good monster in this. Yeah. So like yeah, I think I agree. I I wanted. <laughs> so I wrote down these notes like one a.m. last night before I went to bed. The only thing I wrote about Frankenstein conquers the world was I'm sorry, little one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the little it's the not little a sucker fair that could. Matchup. It, it is not. It is not. I th- I think. Frankenstein Conquers the World is a fun time. Yeah. But it it's like a it's like a caveman versus like a spaceman. It's it's just you know, not an even fight. You know what I think, funnily enough? What? I think even though it beat Krampus versus be a lot so Godzilla versus Bialante versus Krampus would have been a lot closer of a matchup <laughs> for us. Yeah. <laughs> Are you regretting your decision to vote Violante? To vote uh, Frankenstein? I, I stand by my decision that Frankenstein Conquers the World is a better... If you're looking for a kaiju movie, okay. Frankenstein Conquers the World is a better than Krampus. But that being said, you know, it did kind of go out to die. <laughs> it's like the... It's like the it's like a, like a Little League team that somehow made it to the championship. And it's like, you're happy they're there. But you're kind of scared for how it's this is going to go. It's just the, fu- the fucking end of Squid Game where they're both... Well, it's like... I guess not like Squid Because the end of Squid Game is they're both so injured and tired that they're like... It's not... It's like a pathetic fight. Yeah. And this is more like one of the Squid Game competitors <laughs> just wa- then leaves the stadium and walks into like a Schwarzenegger movie and just gets his <laughs> neck snapped. He's like, I got it, guys! <laughs> So a giant octopus couldn't yeah. couldn't do it for it. So all right. So, so that that's pretty uh, definitive about that one. Mm-hmm. Is um, Godzilla versus Biollante has has won. So we are now in the finals, and I think I was pretty certain this is how what the final two were going to be. I was also pretty certain. I kind of know beat for beat. I think how this is gonna play out. I think you were disappointed by how quickly uh, the shitpost picks were distri- were eliminated. Yes, because the shitpost picks would have made this more interesting. Because I would probably there are many of those shitpost picks that I probably would have voted for over these final two, <laughs> even though I love these final two. Baby yeah. Annette, what do you think of Abira Horror the Deep and Godzilla versus Biollante? Which one's getting it for you? Daddy kills people. Okay, okay. okay but at, yeah. I do realize as a minor you cannot vote on that situation. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, and in, in our in our state law you can't do it. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Like you can you I think you've influenced us. I a mean bit. Look, we We could just cut her open and count her rings, see how old she is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, going into this final f- this final matchup here, 
this, I think these two represent such different things. And what makes me excited about the future episodes for this is we are getting more Heizai era of Godzilla films that are kind of like Biolante. Yeah. Like we're getting, I think, I'm, I think the next one's Destroya is the next one we have coming up. Not as the next episode, but the next Heizai. Yeah. yeah. Down the line is going to be Destroya. We want to like pace these out because these are some of our favorites. Uh-huh. Um... Is that Abira is like, I don't think we're getting another Abira, is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, in terms of that tight of a movie, I don't think we're getting another Abira. So, yeah. I think we've mentioned both of these. I want to. I mean, we are getting another on the horizon, another movie in which a, sh- a boat shipwrecked by a storm does lead our intrepid hero into shenanigans of fantastic proportions. <laughs> you, you are correct. <laughs> But um, we'll get to that when we get to that. So, in, so what I want to bring up is, yeah. So, Godzilla versus Biollante is pr- the gold standard for a traditional Godzilla movie for me. Mm-hmm. It it's nearly like I know. Oh, it's not a perfect movie, but like the opening sequence of this movie, yeah. I fucking love. <laughs> like it's so good. It's like it kind of establishes the canon of the Heisei era. Yeah. Where like there's been sequels in the show era, but you don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you even look at, like Frankenstein conquers the world to Gargantuas, it just looks different. <laughs> like yeah, like it's kind of really loose with it, which makes sense because you know they wanted to make sure you could go into any of these. Yeah. Same with Biolante, but like you feel like oh they're doing new things now with this. It's like the yeah. first one immediately happened. I know we were more lukewarm about the first one, mm-hmm. but now it's like whoa, like the government's trying to get the scales. There's like all yeah. the different operatives in the city, and like that's fun. But I will say I think. Out of the two of these, I think Biolante is a little more fat to it. Ibira, oh. yeah. <laughs> this is not where I thought you were going. I like I'd zoned out because I was like, okay, Brand's gonna be talking a lot about why he's going Ibira, yeah. or why he's going Biolante. Biolante, and then you just pull that out. I was yeah, not expecting so that. Here's here's the thing: is I I wrote down the times for Ibira. And Biolante. Biolante is a hundred and four. Let's see. Biolante is a hundred and four minutes. <coughs> Ibira's eighty-seven. Like Ibira is a tight is a shorter movie. Yeah. It's like a tighter. <laughs> keep throwing this. But Ibira is like a tighter movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because out of the two. I couldn't think of a single thing in Ibira I was not in finding enjoyable. And during the Bailante movie, there's like that extended fight with like the, the robo ship. Huh. And I was just kind of bored by that part. Wow. Yeah. I, I, like, it was a moment where I'm like, I want more Bailante when it was that fight. But what I was saying is that like, they're both so good, but because we're comparing it, I have to bring those up. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Folks, this is going to be complicated here because I really prefer Godzilla versus Biollante. Really? It's just such a good, well-made film of with the best creature effects we've seen and characters I actually care about. And plot twists and turns that legitimately surprised me. It, I think it's... 
not the most focused of the scripts, but it's certainly, I think it's the script that pays off the most. I think the ending to this movie, to, to Biollante, like, just fucking pays off like a slot machine. Okay. Uh, to borrow a phrase from Blank Check, because I already borrow enough from them. <laughs> uh, but, because <clears throat> I think, you know, you think the movie's over, and then the scientist just gets fucking shot, and you have a whole nother action sequence. I, I've got to go by a latte, by like a country mile. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Which so I... does mean we have to go to Letterboxd. I, I'm going with Ibira out of these two. I really love Bailante, but right now if you said, which one do you want to watch again? Mm-hmm. I'd go with Ibira. <laughs> That's just because we have a strict timeline till Sonic 2, <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not just that. But like, I will say, I, I agree that I think Bailante has the best effects in any of these movies. But I think for me, maybe some of this is that our expectations for Ibira were so low. <laughs> That the fact this became one of my favorites okay. <laughs> is such a huge whiplash difference that it just sticks with me. Okay, okay, alright, so, so time to get those letterboxed star ratings. Yes, okay, let's go. So for who will be the champion, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer for this, but we're gonna try. <laughs> Okay, so a beer is a 2.9. Jesus. But that's a lot lower than it deserves. It, a beer a beer is... Tiptoes had... Well, actually, I like Tiptoes, but... Fucking, how many movies did we watch? Clifford has There's a no higher... There's no Tiptoes. That'd be a Tiptoes. There's no, there's no tip to Biolante wins. 3.5. 3.5 out of 5. Woo. I, I kind of expected that, but I had to bat for my Bira, and I'm so disappointed he is not going to show up until Final Wars. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's one of my favorites. I love, I, I gotta, because I kind of think like, I do I do think if we had watched both of these in, in an isolated environment with no context to it, I would have gone with Biolante, but the whole experience of a beer was amazing to me. Okay. Because, like, I think Biolante is the gold standard for the the standard kaiju movie. Yeah. I love, like, Biolante's design is easily, like, top three ever. Like, okay. I don't, I don't know if Biolante even shows up in Final Wars. I hope, I hope she does. I hope so, too. Because, like, I love, some of my favorite things about these kaiju movies, the Godzilla movies in particular about it, is, like, when they take a concept that it's like a five-year-old could bring up, but in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, um, you know, oh, I'm going to fight you with a giant lo- with a lobster, but he's big, and he has yeah. a big claw. Yeah. And uh, the tennis the tennis match between Godzilla and Abira, pure camp goat. <laughs> <laughs> but the actual, like, Abira-Godzilla final fight? My goodness. Like, there's, I think there's a reason Abira, like, I'm sad that both of these, I guess, underperformed, right? From right, they both didn't do as yeah, well as they wanted. Yeah, was to like, I think a beer was a perfectly normal, uh, normal reception for a Godzilla film. Mm. It was considered like a mid tier, uh, but like its percept, its public perception is bad. Like it's got a Mystery Science three thousand episode of it. Which, nah, like maybe a bit of it because 
I, w- I would say Ibira is like the unironic and ironic enjoyment with that movie. For me, together is more than <laughs> Biolante. But if we had to go with only unironic, yeah, that would be yeah. Biolante. Because yeah. just the final, and then also like, oh, we're going to fight a Godzilla, but he's also a flower. <laughs> yeah. Vines, baby. I'm really excited for... Um, I'll be interested in how we feel about um, the later Heizai eras. Because there's Destroya, yeah. uh, Super Godzilla, or Space Godzilla. Yeah, and then... Then we get Millennium, I think, era. Yeah, then we get to the Millennium era, which my understanding is, like, in the Millennium era, the only big addition monster is Orca. I've never heard of Orca. Or Orga. I'm not sure which one it is. Like, never heard of him. Hmm. I'll be interested when that comes out. Yeah. Like... It'll be, and then Final Wars will be like the big final of those, um, those kind of things. Yeah. So I'll be, it'll in, be In, uh, in 51 episodes! Ooh. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, we should talk about what next week's gonna, or what we've got coming up. So. Yep. So We are doing a, we are doing the final two, uh, showas, uh, over the next two weeks between, uh, you know, between our... Uh, f- our episode 50 spectacular episode on uh, Destroy All Monsters. Yep. And then right after that we're doing All Monsters The Drunk attack. After Party All Monsters yes. Attack. <laughs> Which yeah. I think to be honest we should have watched Ibira right before All Monsters Attack. Yeah. We thought uh, it, we let it believe All Monsters Attack was more of a stock footage of Destroy All Monsters compilation. No, it's it's, more it's Abira. mostly Abira and Son of Godzilla. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see your thoughts about him, though. But um, <laughs> that's what's coming for the next couple episodes. Yeah. And then post that, um, we got some really fun out there ones coming Yeah, we're up. getting a little weirder. <laughs> I don't got much time left. I'm going to get real weird with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've kept you folks here long enough. Uh, Oh, yeah. So tune in next week for Destroy All Monsters, episode 50. Big event. See you next time, baby. Catch you then.